moving on. I've got an interesting email here. It says, hi, now. I'm looking for some advice on a bit of a sticky situation I'm dealing with. I've uh, been uh, with my partner for about a year now, and we've decided to take the big leap and move in together. Woohoo! We're both living with our parents at the moment, so it feels like the right time to make this move. But here's the snag. My boyfriend has a German Shepherd called Luna. Now, don't get me wrong. Luna is a lovely dog. She's been with him for six years, and he treats her like his own flesh and blood. They're inseparable. He takes her everywhere, even lets her sleep in the bed. She's his best friend, and his baby rolled into one. When I'm over in the house, the dog spends most of the time out of the bedroom, thankfully, as I'm genuinely scared of dogs. And he is very understanding on that uh, for the last year or so. But we spend most of our time together in my parents' house, so it doesn't really bother me too much. Here's the thing, though. I'm not a dog person. In fact, I have a pretty deep-seated fear of dogs ever since I was bitten by one when I was 10 years of age. It left me both physically and mentally scarred. And I've been wary of dogs ever since. I thought of living with, I thought living with Luna, or the thought of living with Luna sends shivers down my spine. I've tried talking to my boyfriend about it, explaining how I feel, but he's adamant about keeping Luna. He even joked and said uh, he'd get rid of me quicker than he would get rid of her. It's causing a real rift between us because I've made it clear that I can't move in with Luna under the same roof. I even suggested he leave the dog at his parents because we visit them all the time. Whenever he's there, he'll see them and he's very close to his family. Even a friend of his has offered to take Luna and look after the dog, but he's not having any of it. I'll be honest, it's not just the fact that I'm terrified of the dog. It's the mess that creates and the dog hairs everywhere, that smell that puts me off as well. Now, am I being selfish for asking him to give up Luna or at least leave it with his parents? Or is he being selfish by prioritising the dog over our relationship and my genuine fears? Well, what do you think? Let us know the number as usual, 85 That's 85 Is she being unreasonable by asking him to get rid of the dog? Now, let me go to Bernie first. I want to go to Billy and Saoirse. Bernie, hi, how are you? Grant Nile. Um, I have a fear of dogs and I wouldn't I wouldn't move in. Oh, would you not? No, I wouldn't, absolutely. It's like I have a fear, you know, like most of us have a fear of snakes and if somebody were moving into a house where there might be a snake roaming, I'm not going, I won't even cross the door. Right. Um, I, and I think she's right. I mean, he can't, if, if the parents can take the dog for a while and, uh, you know, that's fine. If the dog is living currently with the parents, that's grand. But I actually would stand by my fear because it's it's not going to do you any favours. Yeah, but it's his now, dog. I know that he's living with his parents and it's his dog. So he wants to bring the dog with him because he's yeah, in, him and the dog are inseparable, would, according to her. Yeah, like like my husband had a German Shepherd like that and um, I, I'm terrified of dogs. But in, in fairness, he left her after him when we got married and moved in together. Mm. Do you know, because he knew I wasn't going to be able to cope with it. I wouldn't have been able to cope with it. But is there not some sort of compromise here? Because, you know, a lot of people say a dog is like a member of the family. But to some families they are, but also dogs are also, like they do bring, they do create mess. Like they do shite everywhere. They do need to be fed. They do need to be wormed. They do need, you know, they bring home all sorts of stuff sometimes. Me personally, I'm not a big dog lover anyway. I had dogs when the kids were small. I got used to them and, you know, took mm. home a stray maybe and, and gradually weaned myself off my fear. But I still wouldn't have a dog now. But I don't think they shite everywhere. I mean, if you've trained your dog properly, they don't do stuff like that. 
Well, yeah. I know, but they do. But I mean, you walk in it. There's you a know, smell. You I know. Yeah. There's a, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, to be fair, if you're going to ra- if you're going to have a dog, you have to look after it properly and correctly and love it and care for it. And if somebody is in fear and is going to hide in the sitting room every time you bring the dog into the kitchen, well, that's not a cre- that's a cr- not creating a good. Relationship, what did she think he was going to do? I mean, she knew he had a dog. She knew the dog was his, not his parents. And she knew she was in love with him and he was in love with her and it's a relationship. What did she think was going to happen? Did she think he was just going to say, yeah, let's move in together and feck the dog? Doesn't matter. Well, I, I really don't know. I mean, did they not discuss it sooner? Like, I mean, if she's always told him she had a fear of the dog, or dogs in general, like, I mean, is, is it one that, you know, that could, could she... Yeah, but is it a real fear, to be honest with you? You know what I mean? I, Can she climatise to it? Can she kind of wean herself? Maybe if he brought the dog over one night a week, maybe, you know, if they do move in and he brings it over one night and gradually let her see what it's not that bad. And also the dog has to be comfortable with her as well. Like it's all very fine and dandy. The dog knows him. But if, if they're serious and she really wants to ha- try and make room, maybe when they do move in, maybe one night, maybe one day, you know, start really small and gradual. and try. But and I don't get any that. suggestion in the email that the dog has been mean to her or growled at her or did anything wrong in her at any stage. Because I'm sure yeah, she would have no- said it. But still, there, there, when you have a fear of something, Niall, we all have, you know yourself, it's, it's, it's unquantifiable. You, and if it's really something where you break out in a sweat, you're actually terrified. You know, like I would be like um, in, in earlier years, I would I would have, I would have froze because I was bitten by an Alsatian like that lady when I was 10. And I was absolutely lived in terror of dogs uh, until I kind of weaned myself in my 30s mm-hmm. to kind of get used to the idea. But it took a lot of time, you know, and it took me being comfortable because they do bark and they are, you know, sometimes they, they are really nerve wracking. Well, they do. Yeah, they do bark, I suppose. That's how they communicate. I know, but they can bite and they can leave serious damage. Like, well, there's a lot of things that would, would would override, you know, trying to make peace with it. Okay, know? okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me just bring Billy and Saoirse in as well. Billy, hi, how are you? No, how are you Good, Billy. Uh, is she being unreasonable telling him to get rid of his ditch the dog? Yes. Oh, okay. No, no, there's no, there's no other way of looking at it. She is being unreasonable. He's had the dog six years. She's been on the seat one year. The dog predates her. I say he should dump her. <laughs> right. So dump the girlfriend, not the dog. He knew exactly He's... what he was getting in for. She knew the dog was there. Her choice. She wants to move in with him. He comes with that baggage of a dog. Tough shit. Deal with it. Get over it or move on. But are we, are we not then prioritizing a dog over a human being? No, we're, 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 she, she has a choice in the matter, Niall. She, the dog doesn't. The dog is, he, he took on that dog. He has a responsibility. Well, he has a choice. She said he could leave the dog at his parents' house. No, no. He took on the responsibility. His parents didn't take on the responsibility. He made that decision. He's going out with her a year. He's had that responsibility for six years. She knew it was there when she got into a relationship with him. And now she's trying to guilt him into getting rid of his dog. That is absolutely unforgivable. No, no quarter on that. Unforgivable. She's a heartless bitch. That's oh, my opinion. Right, Bernie, are you listening? I am listening. And to be honest, like, I mean, we all have fears and and things, and you try. You can't say that. I mean, you are you are putting a human life second to a dog. She can find another boyfriend. Uh, but if they love each other, maybe she won't. Maybe she won't, but, you know, she got into a relationship with a fella, had a dog. What did she expect? 
Well, well, hang on. Let me just go to Sersha as well. Sersha, hi. How are you? Hello, Niall. How are you? Good, good. Sersha, you heard Billy. <laughs> she needs to go. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Really. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised by the sentiment. Um, because you know, Billy, the kind of person he clearly is. The idea that somebody would choose an animal over a partner, over a life partner, the potential mother of your children is moronic, absolutely moronic. And I wonder, what is what is Billy's romantic situation at the moment? I, my romantic situation is a German shepherd. He's absolutely adorable and gives me all the love and affection that I need in life, Sarko. What's your romantic situation at the moment? I think we need to see, when taking advice from others, we need to look at their situation. And you will grow old more than likely with that German shepherd. And good luck to you. I, I probably won't grow old because I will outlive said German Shepherd and I like how you dodged the situation on your, or the question on your romantic situation. But anyway. What's your romantic situation, Saoirse? Seems you, I've said uh, it before and I'll say it again. I don't talk about my personal life. But you'll ask, other, you'll ask other people about theirs. Okay, but... but, okay, but, but of course but, I will. Of course I will. Yeah, yes, of course you will. They're foolish enough to answer. They're foolish enough to answer. That's their that's fine. You're hypocritical, sir. I've heard you on before. I, I know the type of person that you are as well. Okay. Listen, I am the kind of person that values human connection over animal connection. Mm -hmm. And I think it is ridiculous. This man, this man You're is typical of, of what we see with where men prioritize women. The idea that this is even a, a kind of a, a consideration in his mind. He is wondering should he keep a doggy or move on with his life and build a, a life and a family with a real life woman he doesn't deserve her is really the truth here <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deserve her billy because realistically the very idea that he's prioritizing the dog over her he doesn't deserve her what, what no. happens if they have a child can i just say and the child develops an allergy to the dog is it bye bye child <laughs> they don't have child the situation changes is it, is it bye bye baby? I mean, you know, it is funny. I'd say that, but I mean, it is a joke. The entire kind of question is a joke. Well, well it's not this really. Well, it's not really man. a joke. No, this no, no. This is a grown man wanting to hold on to a pet. He's not a six-year-old boy. It's a grown man. It's time to let go of the dog. Okay. But it's not just a pet, Sersha. You know, many people will say that a dog or a cat, in some cases, some people are into their cats, are like members of the family. The same way as, you know, imagine if he had a child and she said, well, I don't want to move in with him while he has a son. Can he not just leave his son with his parents? Okay, are you seriously, Niall, you're an intelligent man, okay? Are you seriously comparing a child with a dog? For, for a lot of people who don't have children, yes, yes, I am. But for a lot of people, people who don't have children. Those, those people are very sad. Who? And this man has an opportunity now to potentially have real-life children, and yet he's still clinging on to an animal. Moronic is what this is. And you know it, and I know it. But Billy doesn't know that. Well, Billy needs to be told. <laughs> and you are, you are going to dictate to me how I should think, Sarka, which is the type of person that you are, very judgmental and uh, condescending of other people and their opinions. Judgmental is just 
I mean, I'm not judgmental. I like to speak in reality, and lots of people can't hear that. I'm sorry if I'm sorry if the truth offends you. It doesn't offend me at all. I just find you extremely condescending and judgmental, and you think that your uh, your your view of the world is the right view, and that no one else's deep, opinion really. Deep, deep down, most people know that I'm right. If you're choosing an animal over a human, you are there's something lacking. There's something wrong in your mind. A normal person wants human connection. If you are wired correctly, they want human connection. You don't want a doggy. A dog to hold you. I'm actually really happy I'm talking to you today because I've been wanting to say this to you for so long. Deep down, most people who listen to this show know that you're full of shit. And, you know, oh. I would say that messages coming in will will reflect to that because I've heard you eight or ten times on this podcast and every time I kind of question, where have you picked up your opinions? Because your worldview is so warped. I will tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, Billy, where I picked up my opinions. I realized a long time ago that I don't care if I'm liked or disliked. And it is incredibly liberating to be able to be honest about what you feel and not give a shit about what the riffraff think of you. Ah, uh, the riffraff. There is that, that elitist view that you have peddled on this podcast many, many times. One of the reasons that you are full of shit, to be, in, to be completely honest. It's like water off a duck's back. There's nothing more powerful than a woman who doesn't care what a man thinks. And I'll just tell you now, if you don't realize that there is truth in what I'm saying, you're in denial. If you're choosing a dog over a woman, you have some, either you have some kind of sexual orientation disorder, or oh, you are Jesus Christ. <laughs> sexual orientation disorder. Is it you? Well, I haven't heard that one before. Trying to beat the alley, Well, let me, hang on. Let me go to Jason as well. Jason, hi. How are you? Good afternoon. Jason, okay. Now, let, let's be fair, okay? And, and, you know, Billy has said he has, you know, obviously has his dog he wouldn't be giving his dog up for anybody and he thinks she's being unreasonable the dog predates her the dog has been there for six years she's only arrived on the scene in the last year so with billy right is she being unreasonable when she was going through his tinder profile did she not see the dog did she not know that he had a dog sounds very like coercive control to me you know like it's the dog today it's the mother tomorrow you know what i mean oh right okay yeah so she'll be saying tomorrow i don't want you visiting your parents anymore yeah you know you you open one door and give them an inch to take a mile. Loyal, that dog will be more loyal to that bloke than any woman ever will be. He could go away for six months walking and come back in. And guess what? That dog will jump all over him like he was never away. But maybe, come back but maybe his girlfriend maybe his girlfriend would jump all over him like he was never away. Ah, that's a year now. She sounds like that. She, she sounds like too much hard work. He's only a year there yeah. and already she's telling him, what, well, like, you're not bending the dog. You're not doing this. This is how I want you dressed. This is how I want you... You know, so no, I think he has to sit down when I just say, sorry, the dog has parted me like six years. I'm only with you, yeah. Maybe if we were five, six years together, I'd think about it, but no. Yeah. If, he, if, he let, if he lets it away with this now, I mean, see Moyle Ryan. Oh, the only reason God. me and Moyle Ryan, sorry, sorry, I'm talking. Sorry, I'm talking. Please don't cut over me. I wouldn't cut over a lady. Um, Noel, Noel. Oh, well, well, hang on, I can only hear one person at a time. So let, hang on, hang on, search it. Wait till Billy or Jason finishes and then let you respond see, to him. The, the thing that keeps me and Lorraine together is our dogs because she's not getting them and I'm not having her. So, you know, we have to stay together. You know, dogs, dogs are beautiful. 
beautiful animals. You know, he, he, he sounds like a real nice man that he's prepared to put an animal before a selfish human being. Yeah, sorry, sir. What are you trying to say to Jason? on the, the words Jason used there if he left her away with us and now I'm really understanding yeah. why these men why these men would choose a dog because you know what you can do with a dog you can train a dog and you know what you cannot do with a woman you cannot train a woman oh you can you can with enough money you can train her with enough money yeah you can any woman will drop her standards for money any woman will drop her standards for money will you stop you can train a woman with money because we were allowing each other to talk, Jason. So as you said, if he left away with it, and really, it's all about power and control. Once again, it's about power and control when it comes to women. I so are you saying that men value animals more than they do women? Yeah, because they can train dogs to do what no. they want. Yeah, they want the, they want the, excuse me, they want the adulation <laughs> and the un, unwavering, unconditional love of a, yeah, of an animal. Because right. it's only a dog that gives you unconditional but, love. But, is, but, is, but isn't he right? I mean, a dog does give you unconditional love to some degree. Something, yeah, you don't, you're not immediately deserving of unconditional love by virtue of being in a relationship. You need to pull your weight. But yes, a dog will give you unchallenged, unconditional love, Niall. Mm. That's not something to, to, to brag about if you want. You can work for love from your partner. No, but the, the, love, the love in all relationships, even between men and women, should be unconditional. Can I say something, now? Mm. This is the same reason why men like dating younger women. Because they don't like being challenged. So you, you want to stop. No, because if you start dating all the women, there's a good chance of being ran through. They come with too much baggage. That's why. And who do you think gave those women that baggage, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay well, let, me, let me, sorry, let me just get back to the dog again. Billy, sorry, you wanted to say something before we clear the line. I, hang on, Saoirse. Billy wants to say something. No, there. hang on. I want to ask you, is this the late late? Can I curse? Is this what? Is this like the late late? Can I curse? Is it like the late late? Can you curse? Well, you can curse if yeah, you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you why older women have baggage. Because fucktards like Billy and Jason have oh, given them that God. baggage. <laughs> right. I'm glad you asked for permission to use bad language first, by the way. Most people don't. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. The thing is, it's, it's women like Circa that make guys want to go out and get dogs instead of girlfriends, I'd say. Mm, mm. Oh, good one. Oh, well done. Congratulations. Great retort. Well, 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 in fairness, Saoirse, or Circa, or Saoirse, whatever you want to call yourself. You, Saoirse, not that you care. Okay, Saoirse, I do care. You are hard work. I mean, we've listened to you a, you know, a few times over the last couple of months, and you are, diff like, you can be difficult, Saoirse. Would you not agree that you can be a little bit difficult? Are you falling into the entirely predictable trope of calling me a difficult woman? Yes. No, it's not the 50s. I'll tell you what I am. I am saying what many women think and don't want to say because of the male gaze. They want to be seen as attractive because we are so conditioned that that's our work. But I don't care about your opinion or Billy or John or Johnny or whoever is listening and writing on Facebook because I see the comments and I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I see the comments. Every time we have you on, I see the comments on Facebook. And they don't... Yeah, congratulations. They don't, they don't say nice things about you. What? Why? 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 Hang on, no, hang on, no, hang on. Hang on, Sergio. Billy, go ahead. 
so, so if, if you don't care about other people's opinion, why are you calling into a talk show that deals Excuse with people? Excuse me. Why don't the Facebook people get back to work? It's because they don't have jobs. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. You must have a job either, Bertie. You're calling in at a, on 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 your like during the work day. Do, do you have a job? Once again, I don't talk about my personal life. Oh no, but okay. you you make different aspirations about people who are messaging in on on Facebook. Maybe they're listening on their well, lunch. I Maybe. highly doubt that all of the keyboard warriors are working from home. It doesn't seem like that from their profile. Right. You'd be surprised. I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just get back to the original topic. Okay, so, Sersha, there has to be some sort of compromise. You you have to accept that people can have a relationship, if that's the word you want to use, with their animal, their dog, or their cat. In this case, it's a dog that he's had for six years. She is aware of that relationship. She's made it clear in the email that she's been aware of that relationship for the last year, that the dog sometimes even sleeps on the bed, not when she's there, obviously. And, and they spend most of their time at her mother's house because she has a bit of a fear of dogs. Um, now, maybe she has a genuine fear, that, but that could be overcome. So maybe the compromise would be to say to him, listen, maybe leave the dog at your mom and dad's just for the time being. And together, maybe I can go and get a bit of counseling about my fear of dogs and we can move the dog back in slowly. Would that not be a compromise, Saoirse? The compromise is her finding a, a, a worthy partner, Niall. And that's the bottom line, because this man is pathetic. And that's it. That's all, that's all I really can come to here. And not suggesting anything else involving his mammy or whatever you're saying is ludicrous. So stay there for a second. Let me just go to Robert. Robert, hi. How are you? Yeah, how's it going? Good, Robert. It sounds like that lady's been in on the wine at lunchtime, is she? I, 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 I don't, I don't think she's a drinker. It sounds like it sounds like when you used to do a late night show, you used to get the odd uh, slightly inebriated caller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she, she, well, yeah, I don't think she's inebriated. I think she mentioned before it's, she didn't it's, drink. It's fun, excuse me, caller. It's funny how you say that. Yes, I'm the best, most spoken out of everybody on here today. Okay, well, you haven't heard me yet, so okay. Well, well, my expectations are low, but go on. <laughs> okay. Well, well, the the, the, uh, oh the email are in. Speaking about compromise, you can actually um, get hypnosis for fear of dogs. So maybe she tried that avenue, and that would be the compromise. And there and thereafter, if that didn't work, well, then we could discuss it further. But it's like any relationship. Maybe she's young and naive, but you look for red flags and deal breakers, and you know that should have been a deal breaker from the get go. Or maybe she did think she could change him or, or for one of the stronger word, manipulate him into uh, getting rid of his dog. So, what, we, we, should hypnotize, like so we should hypnotize the woman to like the dog. No, but you can. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, no, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Dogs. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm wondering how that sounds um, in Saoirse's ears. You know what I mean? We should hypnotize the woman to like the dog. Mm. Well, you could hypnotize Saoirse to get a personality, maybe. <laughs> yep. Um, so is there so that that's the kind of compromise to try and I suppose get her to work around her fear? Well, if, if at least work on it, you know, yeah. every relationship needs work. So if she had done that and tried every avenue and said no, it's it's not a uh, it's, it's not a go. Is she being is she being know, unreasonable by saying to him, "Look, can you leave it at your mams? You know, at your you know your parents." Says. Well, what did she expect? You know, I I wouldn't be mad keen on dogs either of that size. Um, mm. 
you know, in Sydney here, everybody seems to have a dog and they call them fur babies. And I kind of like, well, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a red flag for me. And yeah. if people have, have a cat, it's fine. But if they've got five cats, well, that's a red flag. It'd be like, you know, it's, cat it's no deal. Yeah, cat lady. Yeah. I'd, One cat's fine. Five cats are gay. Saoirse, do you like cats or dogs at all? No, I don't. And I think people who like, who, who have their entire personality around their animals are pathetic. Right. Okay. I, I, but I, I envisage you at an older point in your life maybe liking cats. Why? It just... I don't think a goldfish would stay with her. Is it, I think, no, and I think you've read one too many variety articles. Just because I'm a woman with opinions doesn't mean I have 16 cats in my house. Lorraine, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good, Lorraine, I mean, here's a guy, loves his dog, you know. And He's a selfish bitch. She's a selfish bitch. Yeah. Straight off the 100%. bat. 100%. Right, we didn't Straight even get the, the question. Bat. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. she's a selfish bitch. I have two dogs. I have two. I have a German Shepherd and a pug. And the running joke in my house is that I treat the dogs better than Jay. The dog was there before she was. The dog's going to be there. Oh, I can now. concur, Noel. Yeah, I know you can concur. Yeah. <laughs> I sleep in a truck. The dog sleeps in a house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, she's a selfish bitch. I would, if Jay turned around to me tomorrow and asked me to get rid of my dogs, and he knows the answer to this, he'd be told to sleep in the truck. Truck. I think we lost yeah. her. I, unfortunately, I think we lost Saoirse there. Okay, but but okay, let's take on board what Saoirse says. We'll try and get her back. But let's take on board what she's saying. You know, that all of a sudden, you know, the the relationship he has with a four-legged animal is more important than the relationship, the a future relationship, but it's somebody who could be his wife, could have his children. The four-legged animal was there first. No, I understand that, I, but, but it is a four-legged I animal. Know. <laughs> no, I don't care. I wouldn't. When we got this house, I live in a council house, and one of the things I said when I got this house was, if I was not allowed to bring my German Shepherd, I didn't want the house. And so Isn't you. So in other words, if they didn't allow animals in the house, you weren't having the house. Nope. And, and by the way, I and I, I, I know of people because uh, I've had them on the air who are you know looking for rented accommodation, and there's so much rented accommodation won't allow an animal, that they said, and one girl was on one night, said, she's sleeping in the car with the dog because she can't get a place that will take the dog. I would have asked. Is that... 100% yeah. I would have asked. With your kids? With my, with my kids, like, the, my kids obviously come first, but one of the things was, when I got this house, if I couldn't bring Lulu, my German Shepherd, I wasn't taking it. So it didn't matter what, how good or how nice the house was. If I couldn't bring her, she is a part of my family. She keeps me safe. She is my companion when Jay's not here and the kids are in bed. I understand completely where you're coming from. And what about the fact that the, the girl, okay, forget about Saoirse, okay, because obviously she's a different animal altogether. But but yeah. the, the, girl, the girl in the email, right, said she genuinely has a fear of dogs. She was bitten when she was 10. So maybe genuinely she has a fear. So where do you go from there? But the dog... The dog's not new, though. The dog, when she met him, she he had the dog, so she can't be that afraid of it. Yeah, well, no, she said they spend most of their time at her mother's house rather than his because the dog is there. No, I'm sorry. I think she's being selfish. I think it's horrible. You can't ask somebody to... I know, you can't... You asked me to choose between Jay and the dog. Lulu wins. Oh, right. So so if Jay developed a fear of dogs tomorrow... And... <laughs> I, I, Lou, Jay, Jay is going, is he? <laughs> Jay, Jay has a nice big truck. Jay, you know where you stand there, don't you? I always knew where I stood, Niall. Niall, I was never a cause. Kids, dogs, me. So if money was low tomorrow, Lorraine, and it was between getting Jason's dinner or the dog food, 
Stay there for a second. Let me just go to Steve. Steve, hi, how are you? Niall, is this a late, late show? Can I use bad language? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised Saoirse asked could she use bad language, which I thought was uh, funny. She's not right in the head, Niall. <laughs> she's clearly not right in the head. But what I want to say is, Jason, close your ears because I'm about to offend your missus. Oh, and yeah, actually, by, by, by doing so, I'm picking up for you as well. Lorraine, are you fucking... <laughs> are you mental? You would pick yeah. a dog over somebody you're supposed to be in love with. That just goes to show how much you love Jason. What's wrong with you? No, it's Steve, Steve. Steve, men only, men only come with condition. We only get loved ones who are provided. That dog will be loved no matter what. Them kids will be loved no matter what. Men in this world you are should only be loved no matter loved. what. Hey, I have me truck. My truck loves me. What happens? What happens when you retire and the both of you are left at home and the dog has popped its clogs? <laughs> well, we I mean, I'll have, have to talk to him at some point. We'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> You'll have to get another <laughs> fucking dog at that stage. I'd have to yeah. talk to him at that point. I know. Uh, joking aside, though. The fact that I'm not there, Steve, and that I have a beautiful German Shepherd that's prepared to die for my kids and all, is it, you know that way? She so is the dog's a, looking after them while you're away, like? Yeah. Looking after walk, them in every way, like? Niall, you walk up to my door and you see a pug or you see a German Shepherd, what's going to make you turn away from the door? Well, obviously the German Shepherd. Uh, exactly, well, thank you. I'm not I there have, during the I week, I have a better Niall. question. I have a better right. question. Lorraine, yeah. let's yeah. say... Tip Woods, you know, this won't happen. The house is on fire. You have a choice to save the dog or to save Jason. <laughs> Who are you saving? Here's the kids. Here's the kids. <laughs> the the kids are being babies. You may as well book the hospital for Jason now. <laughs> I would save the kids, then I'd save my, my, my beloved Lulu, and then I'd hope Jay was behind the dog. Oh my God, I hope you're joking. I hope you're joking. That's an awful thing to say. Okay, let me get back to the original question, Steve. Is your woman being unreasonable saying to get rid of the dog? Now, she does have a fear of dogs, clearly. No, not at all. Put the dog in a wood chipper. It's a bleeding dog. Who cares about it? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you love somebody, you will give something up for them. And if that's giving up a bleeding German love. It's only a year. It can't be that much love. It's only a year that together. And she's already trying to overnight. Nah, you can fall in love overnight. Of course you can. Of course you can. You can't. That's like, if you ask me to pick Lulu or, or like pick anyone, that's picking one of my dogs. That's like picking one of my kids. She is uh, one of my but kids. It, but, but here's the thing. There's something mentally wrong with you. It's not a child. It's a dog. That's but all it is. Me, it's it's a dog. She's my that last... She's my company. She is my, like, she's my company when the kids are in bed. She, she is, is your something that's protector. replaceable. It'll get, no, she, you, you lose dogs. You lose dogs on average every seven years. So, yes, she's replaceable. Jason, no, she's God knows how long he'll live for. Probably, you know, <laughs> sitting in a truck all day eating McDonald's not too long. But, you know, you're, Sorry, you're going to have you to haven't seen me, mate. You haven't seen me. I'm probably one of the slimmest, fittest truck drivers in Ireland. There's not a belly on me and there's nothing but town and muscle. I look at to myself. Well, Jesus Christ. You, you met know me what? before, you, you, met me before. Yeah. You, you met me before. You met me before, didn't you? Did I did. look overweight? No, no, yes, no. Uh, he look, no. He looks fit enough for his age. Sorry, well, but, uh, well, hang on, Steve. But getting back to this particular situation, right? Well, yeah. I mean, she, 
there was a point made by Billy earlier on, which is a fair point. He's had the dog six years. The dog predates yeah. her. So, so humans are. Jason, how do you live with her? You can't get an ed, board in edgeways with her. Humans, the, the truck, no wonder you live in the truck. No wonder you take the career that you're in. Okay, go on, Steve. Go on, Steve. I can't even remember what you fucking asked me because. <laughs> okay, the point is that the person predates. You know what I mean? The the kind of the the dog, or the the girlfriend. Yeah. The dog predates the girlfriend. Oh, I don't look. Uh, she, this is. A I mean, is she a bit? Dema- she's a bit demanding. I mean, what would happen if he had a child? No, a, no, sorry, let, let's say he had a child in a different relationship, right? And mm-hmm. and she turned around and said, you know. Can you not just leave your son with your ma? You know what I mean? Like, so we no, can you're, you're not. You're, you're comparing apples and oranges. I'm just saying. That's what you're doing. I mean, well, yeah, no, some people will say, like Lorraine, the no. dog is a member of the family. She no, is the dog is here's, the, here's, here's the problem and I really I'm genuinely saying this from the bottom of my heart I think you are all fucking mental there's something wrong with this when you are putting when you are putting a dog before the needs of a human you're supposed to love and care for there's, I love the death. world I'd say I'd say you're the type of person now that will get the dog's name like tattooed into your arm with the ashes I of the dog got, when I it have, passes away I haven't gone that I haven't gone that far well, I love Jay to death, but Lulu's here from like when Jay's not here. Not. Lulu is my Lulu is my protector. Lulu is my company. Lulu is there. Lulu's not going to drag you out of a house for you. Jay can. Yes, she will. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu doesn't go to work every day and make money, Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, to me, I just think she's being a selfish cow. She's being a demanding selfish cow. The dog was there first, and the dog will be there long after it goes tits up or her. Stay there for a second, both of you. Let me go to Breida. Breida, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. So, okay, who's being unreasonable here? Is she being unreasonable telling them to... Yeah. No, she's not saying get rid of the dog. She's just saying, can you not just leave it at your man's ass? Why do you have to bring it over to her house? No, I think she's being unreasonable. She, she has a fear of dogs, a genuine fear. Well then, well, then, you know what you do? You bring her on a course that helps to get rid of that trainer. dog. Trainer. Trainer. Yeah, train yeah, her, not the dog. But like basically bring her to something that will help her to get We're talking about her like she's a monkey here, like a trained monkey or something. No, but like I wouldn't get rid of my animal for anybody. Like uh, you know, I only one now it's I have women. George lives George lives. Women are crazy. <laughs> Jay wouldn't get rid of Lulu either if you asked him. Jay wouldn't get rid of her either. I haven't heard one man with this opinion so far. It's all the crazy women. You care more about dogs than you do your men. There's something wrong with you. Your hearts are bitches. Jay wouldn't get rid of the dog either. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if I was to ask Jay, who are you going to pull out of the house fire first? You or the dog? He's going to say you. But this is how women think. Thank God I'm gay. Thank (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) There's no way I could have put put up with you crazy cows. Sorry, Brina. Go ahead. Go on. on. But is it not a bit unreasonable, you know, to, to some extent, you know, to say you have to get rid of the dog? I'd be like, oh, there's the door, doll. Don't let it hit your ass on the way out. Off you go. If you're not prepared to live with me and my uh, my my extended family, which is what an animal is, I walk around here all day with my one at the moment. Extended family. Or oh, the extended family. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. oh, they are. Like, they're part of the family. I, no, I know. I agree. I agree. They're kind of, we talk about them as being, that's kind of cliche. They're part of the family. But they're not human beings. They're but not as important not as human Niall. beings. And we have to, to me, she is, though. Last year. 
when we had to put George to sleep last year after having him for 20 years, Jenny never knew anything but not having George around. We were heartbroken. Heartbroken. I'm sure you were. We were. Yeah. It was, it was, it's, it's like losing a part of, of your family. Yeah, but if it's I said to you, you have to, if I said to you to chuck one of them out of the house, either George or your lady, your daughter, which would you chuck out? You chuck George out. Well, he's a cat, so he'd come back in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it cat? Oh, okay. Yes. Noel, yeah, no, uh, I, Noel, I, yeah. I, I want to be serious here for a second. Is that possible? Is serious. it actually possible? Right. Yeah. So, you know, serious, we yeah. are, we've, we've all heard of Professor Jordan Peterson, yeah? Yeah, Psychologist. yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, he'd have a field say, day here, he would. He'd have a field let's, day. let's say <laughs> he, he had a couple in front of him. We'll call, we'll call them Schmerain and Mason. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the problem in the relationship is that she loves the dog more than the hubby. What do you think a professional psychiatrist like Jordan Pearson, what do you think his advice would be? I think we all know what his advice would be. We don't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, because yeah, what, these two that... Moraine, Moraine would need some therapy, we would say, probably. She would. Yeah, well, <laughs> here's the thing, but we have two people on there who just suffer with women brain. That's all it is. No. No. Yeah, no. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, there's loads of men that adore their animals, and yeah, and, it's the and same. They treat them like one of the kids. Lorraine, can I ask you a question? Can I can I ask you a question? Why does your voice go up an octave every couple of seconds? <laughs> because I get annoyed. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the dog can Lorraine, hear you. Only Lorraine, dogs can hear you at that pitch. He's just jealous he can't get his voice up to that pitch. That's all. Don't exactly. Worry about it. So the dog, exactly. well, the dog is sitting there beside you while you're talking. Yeah. Do you want to put him on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your woman last night you had on air and I would have a field day with this. Which one? Oh, the pet, the I, pet psychic. Yeah, the pet psychic. <laughs> and you know what? I guarantee you that the two blondes that you have on air now believe in all that crap as well. I don't I'm know. actually a redhead. Thanks very much. And I've got red hair yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I, uh, if I could ask you, well, okay, hold on, hold on. Let, let's bring a level of seriousness back to the conversation <laughs> if it's possible. Okay. Lorraine and Breda. I mean, yes, he yes. loves her. She loves him. She has a genuine fear. She was bitten when she was 10 years old. We're all just yes. completely ignoring her feelings. No, I mean, to be fair to Steve and Saoirse, who was mid-mental, who was on earlier no, on. I, you, what you do is you slowly introduce her to the animal or you bring her somewhere to help her to find ways of having a calming method about the dog. And then after a while, she won't even notice the dog. Because she's going oh, to go here's one. Breathe, here's Pardon? one. I'll put this to you. I'll put this one okay. to Breathe. So, Breathe, let's say that I wasn't gay and you weren't married or whatever, and we fancied the arse off one another, you know, yeah. and we were going to move in. But I had 600, I don't know where I got that number from, 600 pet tarantulas <laughs> in, oh, in the house. No. Now, would you ask me to get rid of them? <laughs> I would. Well, no, there you go, you bleeding hypocrite. No, see what? No, what I do is I compromise. I get, I get a, a, a shed specially built for you down there. See, Noel, oh, it's yeah. women, brain, fucking hypocrite. Yeah, he's right. He's actually right, Breda. See, so you're not willing to compromise with the tarantulas, but you, but you want her to, co- but you want him to compromise with the dog. What? The tarantulas can bite you. The dog can bite. (laughs) (laughs) The women can bite too, let me tell you. I mean, you know, a German Shepherd is no stranger to biting. 
You know no. what I mean? No, but he, the animals don't bite their own people. They only bite people that try to go to attack somebody that they love. And then they will defend That's them bullshit. and bite them. Do you know that bullshit? Plenty of people have been killed by their own pets. Let's ask Lorraine the same question. Lorraine, Shmarain. 600 tarantulas. Yes. <laughs> 600 tarantulas, would you be moving in with them? Well, he had 600 tarantulas, would I move in with him? No. Yep. No. There no, you go. Would you ask him to get rid of them? But 600 tarantulas isn't one dog. No, but 600 tarantulas would make up the body of one dog in size in comparison to man. Oh, yeah, now with all the cages oh, and everything, oh. no thanks. No. Yeah. So what would you do? Would you, would you, would you ask him to, to, to get rid of his pet tarantulas? His, his lovable. His cute tarantulas. His members, of the fa- his members of the family. I would let him. I would let him build his shed down the back, and he can have all the tarantulas he wanted. Yeah, fucking hypocrites! The pair of you. I'm not. You can have them. No, no, no. I have to say, look, I don't very rarely agree with Steve here, but he's right. You're both a pair of hypocrites. You see, you're defending, you're defending this man just because he has a dog. But as soon as we mention an animal you don't like, well, then it's I, and that's fair enough. Yeah, get rid of them. I'm not saying he can get rid of them. I didn't say get rid of them. I said he can have them in a shed out the back. Yeah, exactly. He's not told to get rid of them. Yeah, well, okay. Well, then, okay. Here's a compromise. Then, could he have a shed out the back for the dog? Well, he could. The dog would still have to come into the house. Like, you, you know, a dog is part of the family. No, 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 no. Come on, no, be fair. You said that the tarantulas can stay in the shed down the back, no, right? I, I, okay, yeah, so can we compromise for this girl and say that he has to build a shed out the back for the dog and the dog is not allowed in the house? The I German know, Shepherd would do well out the back. If, well, in fairness, the German Shepherd would do well out the back, but I wouldn't leave my dogs out the back. So if Jay's come home tomorrow and said, I've suddenly developed a fear of, you know, Lulu, and we're keeping her in a shed out the back. No. You've got a nice big truck outside that has Wi-Fi and a microwave in it. Off you go. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Honestly, God, there's no living with women. Yeah. There's no <laughs> living with women. <laughs> but we're interesting at the same time. We're not interesting. And trust me, trust me, ever since ever since I came out with gay, my life has been so much easier. I don't have to deal with the monotony of screeching women 24-7. It's amazing. All the lads out there, go gay. It's much better than being straight and listening to these two. Okay, thanks very much, Lorraine, Breda, Steve. I appreciate you all coming on the air. Now, i got a voice message here, too. I want to play for you as well. Let me see if we can play this for you. I think it's actually from Neil. Let me see. Ah, Noel, you are a bit hard on Saoirse, no fairness, you are a bit hard on it, I, I believe you are, maybe that's just me, but I think you are a bit hard on Saoirse, cheers. Yeah. He also had another message earlier on for the previous topic. Noel, she has to go, dogs are important and dogs are lovable, okay, and I get it, I absolutely get it. We had a dog, you know, and it took us three years to learn him to sit, he won't fucking stand now. Cheers, pal, <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Neil, the taxi driver. By the way, if you ever go into Neil's TikTok account, he's like 27,000 followers for his mad ramblings every single day. And don't forget, by the way, if you want to listen to the show at any stage, you can listen to it on um, our website, listen to it live on our website. If you go to www.nilboyland.com, because some people say to me, Nile, I don't, you know, I'm in work and I can't watch it. I'd rather just listen to it. So you can listen to it live on our website, nileboyland.com. I should have told you that at the start of the show, but I'll tell, remind you again tomorrow before the show. So go to the website, click listen live, and then just click play. And at 12 o'clock every day, this show goes live. We also play some repeats on that during the week at different times. 
So, and you'll get a notification. So when the website asks you, can we notify you, just click yes and agree to it. We won't send you lots and lots of notifications or anything like that. Just once a day, you'll get a notification telling you when the show comes on. By the way, thank you to everybody who got involved in the show. As you know, it's quite a long one today. And we do serious topics every day. We'll do a news story or something that's relevant in the news and something that's serious and something maybe a little bit more lighthearted, which is usually a social dilemma. So we try to vary it for everybody. We want to give everybody a platform to talk about whatever they want to talk about, be it immigration, be it housing, be it dogs in houses or whatever it happens to be. We give you a platform to talk every day, completely uncensored. And for that, it costs money. We have to pay to do that. We don't cover our costs yet. We're nearly there. Um, we don't get paid. We won't be there for a long time. But we all have our own jobs too. And it's really important that you try to help us. What I found strange was, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just share something with you. Yesterday, I put up a tweet asking people and encouraging people to help um, a campaign for the referendum that they were had, they had a GoFundMe for the referendum. And within minutes, thousands was donated. So I know a lot of that was directly due to the tweet that I had put up or, or retweeted or whatever it was. But yet we ask on numerous occasions for people to try and help us and we don't get the same thing and yet people avail of the show every single day. And I don't want to sound bad, but we do try our best. And all we're asking for is a little bit of help. You know, RTE get the help because they get your license fee. Radio stations get the help because they sell advertising for it. We don't, as you see, we're avoiding that. And people often say to me, now, why don't you have a show sponsor? Why don't you get a show sponsor? We may in the future get a show sponsor, but we've been trying to avoid it. And the reason we're trying to avoid it is, is I don't want to get into a situation where I have a sponsor, major brand name, who will tell me what I can and can't talk about. I've been in that situation so many times in my life before, and I don't want to go down that route again. Somebody dictating to us what we can do, what we can put out on a podcast because it might not tie in with their brand. So I don't want to get down that situation and that route. So we want to do this independently, completely independently. So the only way we can do that is to rely on you either subscribing to the show, and it's five ninety nine a month plus tax, which doesn't even buy a pint of beer for the three of us, between the three of us, once a month. That's all we're asking for. Or if you can't do that, even a donation. Between five and five million, I don't care, whatever you want to donate, you can do that right now by going to the website, nileboyden.com. Also, you can support us by buying these. See these? These are all on our website. We sell them. We don't get very much out of it, by the way, when you buy them. We get a small amount. So please do go to the website, nileboylan.com. Thank you to everybody who downloads the show on a daily basis. Once again, every single day, we hit record numbers because more and more of you are listening to the show and downloading the show. Thank you. We'll be back again with you on Monday at 12. We'll play some great ones over the weekend that we recorded this week, by the way, because remember, what you see being streamed live every day is not all we do. We do other interviews uh, I'll be talking to the TD Michael McNamara, for example, today, uh, just after half past three. And we'll put that out probably tomorrow or Saturday. Or it'll be on the website. If you subscribe on the website, you can watch those interviews. There's lots of interviews you can watch on the website that we've never put out. So please go to the website, nileboylan.com. Until then, have a great day and have a great weekend. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 